Welcome to the Ross Weekly, where we present to you the latest happenings and upcomings in the Ross community, paired with a brief dive into the life of a Ross student and a Ross club's background. I'm one of your hosts, Eugenia Collins, and with me I have Alex Abrams. We have two of our amazing classmates joining us today, Stella Han and Eric Chan, who are both co-chairs of the amazing club, the Asian American Business Association. Welcome, Stella. Welcome, Eric. We're so excited to have you on the podcast. Before we get started, I'd like to thank you, our listeners. Yay! We hit 100,000 downloads, and it's such a big accomplishment for the podcast. We're so excited. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much to our listeners. So let's get started. We'll do a quick check-in on some recent and, up, up, and, and upcoming events, and then get to know our guests. Off to you, Alex. Thanks so much, Eugenia. It's good to be with you. So first things first, we're going to talk a little bit about Michigan sports, and it's a busy time right now. A ton of sports are going on. Last week, men's basketball went one and one. Uh, They beat Nebraska at home and then unfortunately dropped a close game against Purdue on the road last night. Um, Women's basketball had a very light week, unfortunately, due to a postponement. Their game at Illinois did not take place, so hopefully they can reschedule that for later in the year. Hockey uh, had an interesting week. They actually played the U.S. development team in an exhibition. And they won that game four to three. So playing some of the best young talent in the United States. So a fun exhibition that took place at Yoast. Football wise, we had an interesting week related to our coaching situation. Jim Harbaugh flirted with the Minnesota Vikings and potentially leaving Michigan to go to take their head coaching job. But after some back and forth, he has determined that he is staying. That being said, it's all not right in the world. Josh Gaddis, the offensive coordinator, is leaving to take the same position at Miami. So we'll see how the team is able to rebound and provide a new offensive coordinator here on short notice. This week, women's basketball plays at home against Iowa tonight, Sunday night at 630 in the pink game, which is here to promote breast cancer awareness. They are then back in action at Michigan State Thursday at 630 and Sunday at Northwestern at 6. Men's basketball plays at Penn State Tuesday at 9, at home Thursday again versus Purdue in a makeup game from earlier in the season, and Saturday versus the Ohio State Buckeyes at 6. Last but not least, men's hockey plays Michigan State Friday at 7.30 at home, and the two teams will play again in Detroit Saturday at 7 in what is known as the Duel in the D. So if you have any time and the ability to get to Detroit, we highly recommend going to check out that rivalry game. So with that, I'm going to hand it off to Eugenia, who's going to talk about what's going on on campus this week. Thanks, Alex. This week, the MBA cancer elections will continue next week. Please vote online. We want to hear from you and we want to make sure that your voice is heard. For now, I'd like to congratulate Evelyn Rosado, who was elected the MBA cancer president for 2022 through 2023. Congrats, Evelyn. You are an amazing human being, and I'm so excited to see the impact you're going to have on the Ross community. The AABA is proud to present East Meets West, an annual TEDx-style event for the Asian, Asian American, and Pacific Islander, that's AAPI community members, to share their culture and journey through a personal story. Their stories celebrate their experience and help to elevate, amplify, and advance the AAPI visibility. This year's event will be held on February 9th at 5.30 p.m. The BBSA is also hosting a powerful mental health and self-love discussion with Dr. Kojo Safo, a clinical ADHD specialist, board-certified psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner, and psychotherapist on Tuesday, February 8th at 6 p.m. Please register via campus groups. 
And then AABA is also presenting an A-pop dance and fashion show hosted on February 10th. Please come have fun and learn about the Asian dance and fashion culture. Off to you, Alex. So this week in Ann Arbor, we have a few different things going around, and there are actually a number of things that are themed around Black History Month. So we have Mesa presenting a month-long series delving into the theme of Black joy. The month is filled with events UM communities on campus have prepared. They are dynamic, immersive, and meaningful programs for all to attend with myriad in-person, hybrid, and virtual options. Check out their website for more information and seeing what events are taking place. Monday at noon is the second annual Strolling Black History Month exhibit at Concordia University's Kreft Center for the Arts. The Office of Multicultural Engagement in collaborating with the BSU will present the second annual uh, event and the exhibit will feature the traveling Unconditional Loyalty, the Military Service of African Americans exhibit, which is owned by the African American Museum of Iowa. There will be displayed featuring black culture, innovations and celebrations of life. Last but not least, we have the African-American Cultural and History Museum hosting a month-long exhibit called Sankofa, the art and legacy of John Onye Lockard. The concept of Sankofa derives from the King Adinkara of the Akan people of West Africa, signifying the generation to come that will benefit from wisdom and knowledge of the past. This exhibit celebrates the art, life, and legacy of John Onye Lockard, whose connection to the African diaspora, his students, and the community exemplifies the principle of Sankofa. Take a look and experience this. If you can, the museum is open on Saturdays and Sundays from 12 to 4, and admission is free. Group and weekday visits can be scheduled by appointment, and you can please call or email them for more information. So exciting stuff happening this week. A lot of really interesting events around Black History Month. So Eugenia, let's get into our interview. Perfect. The moment we've all been waiting for. Now we would like to welcome our guests to the podcast. Before we dive in, we would like to hear about your roles as the AAB co-president and upcoming and the upcoming East Meets West event. However, we love hearing the remarkable backgrounds of our fellow classmates. Could you please share about, could you please share where you're from, your pre-Ross background, what you're involved in at Ross, and what you're hoping to do after? We'll start with you, Stellar. I'm excited to be here with Eric today. Um, thank you for having us. So a little bit about us. Um, as I mentioned, we are the new co-presidents of the Asian American Business Association or the AABA. And before we dive into our backgrounds, we do wanna give a big thank you to our current co-presidents, um, Krista Sue and Chuck Zhou for all that they have done in the 21-22 academic year. We've done so much with ABA and we're really grateful for their leadership. But with that, a little bit about us, um, about me. Um, so I am Stella Han. I am an MBA one. Um, and I am a second generation Korean American, part of the ABA, and I was born and raised in Chicago. Um, a little bit about my professional background before Ross. Uh, I come from consulting. I did that for a few years. I was at Deloitte um, in strategy and operations. And then, you know, I had a really big change of heart and I wanted to dive into the nonprofit world. So I took that leap of faith and joined an amazing organization called Europe, which essentially provides jobs and internships for young adults without college degrees. And so, you know, I was there for a couple of years, really inspired by their mission. And now I came to Ross to 
continue that mission um, through the platform of human resources. So that's what I'm recruiting for. Um, and specifically human resources in the industry of tech, because we have a lot of work to do in terms of diversifying the tech field as well. And so I'm really excited. I'm going to Cisco um, next summer for their HR Flex program, and we'll kind of see where it goes in there. But apart from my professional background and my interests, um, I'm involved in um, the consortium. I'm a very proud member and Eugenia is also a member of the consortium as well with me. Um, I'm also part of the DEI committee, um, nonprofit board fellows, the Korean Business Club, and obviously the Asian American Business Association. Both Eric and I have been serving as the directors of events for the past year. So I think I missed a question though, Eugenia. Was there anything that I missed there? You got it. You got it, Stella. Thank you so much. Eric, if you want to go ahead. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, so I'm Eric Chun. I was born and raised in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, I'm a second generation Korean American as well. Uh, my dad was a dual veteran for the Korean um, Army and the U.S. Army. So he was a pretty strict authoritarian and a lot of the challenges that a lot of Asian Americans might face growing up with their parent dynamics. Um, I can definitely empathize there, but I digress. Um, a little bit about my background. I went to Ohio State, um, so I am one of the few Buckeyes here. I'm cheering for Ohio State this Saturday against Michigan. I know you mentioned that earlier, Alex, uh, but go Buckeyes. Um, and at Ohio State, I studied finance, which led to my pre-Ross experience, which was in corporate finance. Um, I was a part of a three-year leadership development program for um, Cardinal Health. Fortune 15 healthcare services company, um, was heavily involved in their affinity group, um, employee resource group over there. And so that's kind of how it stemmed to my interest here at Ross. Uh, my future goals for uh, my career through Ross is to get into strategy consulting. Um, and this summer, I'll be going to PwC advisory in San Francisco. Um, and I'm currently involved in ABA as director of events, as Stella mentioned, tech club, consulting club, and Korean business club. Awesome. Well, first and foremost, you two are heavily involved. I'm very impressed that you're able to devote that much time to all of these various things going on while also having the awesome career opportunities you two have set up. So kudos to you two. And uh, it sounds like I need to get on some of these things to finish out my career here at Ross because I'm I'm definitely behind the eight ball compared to you two. Um, let's start with this. I think you guys have some really cool events that you want to share. But first and foremost, let's take a step back. And number one, can you talk a little bit about AABA just in general and what the club's functions are. And then in addition to that, we'd love to hear your perspectives on what led you to want to take leadership positions and now the co-president uh, roles for next year. So Stella would love for you to jump in and talk about that. And Eric would love to hear your thoughts as well. Yeah, absolutely. So the Asian American Business Association is really a community uh, for all folks here at Ross um, that identify as Asian, Asian American, um, Pacific Islander. And I say Asian because not all of us are Asian American. Um, many, we have a lot of international students coming from different Asian countries as well. So we want to have an inclusive community that really is um, one about fun and community building. Um, it's safe and we're able to grow in our identity and our understanding of, I'm going to say AAPIs, right? And then we're also just trying to educate and advocate for ourselves for the greater Ross community. We're really trying to build out allyship efforts as well through co-partnering with other um, 
clubs and really uh, bringing forth like education around what it means to be an AAPI here at Ross and beyond. Um, the reason why I chose to want to, you know, take on this role is that, you know, I feel really strongly about us being here at Ross um, is not only about our professional endeavors, but also our personal as well. Um, our identities are so important to, you know, where we go in our careers. And I think we need to continue to cultivate our growth in our self-discovery and understanding. And so kind of one of my primary goals during, um, you know, my the presidential term here is really just looking inside um, as our community and really trying to understand one another because the Asian American uh, tale is not a monolith either, right? We're comprised of so many different cultures. So there is some of that internal understanding that we have to do as well, as well as building that allyship across these different affinity clubs too. So um, I'll pass on to Eric though. What, what motivated you to wanna to become president? Yeah, so um, I think, you know, having an Asian American background, um, I grew up learning about the bamboo ceiling trope in business, which is uh, where you see a lot of corporations, Fortune 500 companies with a lot of individual contributors um, of Asian American descent, but very little in senior leadership. Um, and I saw that even within my, you know, prior experience. Um, and so coming to business school, it's a good opportunity to both to both develop professionally and personally. And, you know, it's a perfect hybrid of really fostering a community so that the future leaders of corporate America, um, being Asian American or whatever background, we have that strong allyship and partnership moving forward to take on the challenge of the bamboo ceiling. And so we can have a lot of educational events um, to, to see how we can break through uh, some of the cultural barriers we might have um, that prevent us from climbing the corporate ladder, but also have those social events to really foster that community because we're ultimately going to be, um, you know, maybe selling business to each other one day as, as senior leaders in, in different companies. So, um, you know, it's it's really a focus on having fun, um, but also uh, putting light to those issues that are of, um, you know, within the API community. Thanks, Del and Eric. I think it's always amazing to hear why people are passionate about what they do. And I, I, I was just honestly in awe uh, hearing what impact you want to have on the AABA community and why it's important to you. So moving on, we want to tell our, could you please tell our listeners why the AABA hosts the annual East Meets West event and what impact does it have on the AAPI community? Yeah, I can cover that. And I think I delved into it a little bit already, but this is an annual event that we do as a club. Um, so East meets West, uh, you know, our, our roots come from the East in Asia. And, you know, here we are living out this American experience. Um, so I think this is really a time for us to celebrate and elevate the voices of our community. And the theme of our event this year um, and just as a reminder, it is this Wednesday, February 10th from uh, 5.30 to 7. Oh, sorry, February 9th from 5.37, excuse me. Um, and so this is a time for us to really talk about what it means to be Asian American. And our theme is reimagining Asian American. I think many of us have kind of our preconceived notions, stereotypes, whatever it is of what it means to be Asian American. Some of them that maybe internalized, some of them that may have been externally kind of 
imposed on us as a community, but this is an opportunity for us to really share out that whatever my experience is, this is also Asian American. You know, it doesn't have to look a specific way. It doesn't have to follow a certain rule or anything like that. So we're really excited. We have five amazing speakers um, coming from all different backgrounds. Um, we have one who is an Indian international student who also has some experience in stand-up comedy. We have um, an online MBA um, student that's part of our community who is the executive director of a nonprofit. Um, and then we have you know, other great folks on our board as well that will be presenting. But I think a lot of the common themes are just around that self-discovery, self-acceptance, um, family, I think will be a really big theme as well. Um, but our goal is really to help challenge right, what the idea of being Asian American means. So we're really excited about that. We'll also be providing a Zoom link as well if people want to tune in virtually. Um, but this really is kind of one of our biggest events here at Ross. So we hope that all of you come out and show your support and cheer on all these amazing speakers. Eric, I want to hear from you. What are you most excited about for the event? Yeah, I think it's a, uh, so that's a great question. I think first and foremost, it's hearing the five unique perspectives of my fellow peers and friends um, here at Ross. Um, you know, even within the Asian American bubble, you know, we all have different experiences. So my experience growing up in the South um, as a Korean American might be different from someone growing up in a predominantly Asian community, such as the Bay Area, right? So it just showcases that once, you know, once again, what Stella mentioned earlier, that we're not a monolith and um, we are comprised of very of a vast variety of different cultures, but even within similar cultures, there is a range of different experiences growing up in um, Asian America. So um, I think showcasing those, uh, those voices and educating our allies here at Ross um, and, you know, people that might have not interacted with Asian Americans much growing up, it'll give them a little bit more clarity moving forward in educating them and being more open to having, you know, different types uh, of friends and, and, and kind of people that they engage with. So, yeah, that's definitely the, the thing that excites me the most. That is so exciting to hear. Thank you, Stellar. Thank you, Eric. Um, I think I am definitely going to be there, actually, so I'm excited. <laughs> you got me pumped up and excited to hear about all the different experiences and personal stories that the people in your community have, so that's exciting. Uh, lastly, could you please tell us about the APOP night and the APOP event? I mean, I had no idea about it until today, so I'm excited to hear that. Yeah, I'm happy to chat a little bit about APOP and Eric, if you have any other things you want to add, feel free. Um, but APOP night, unfortunately, you know, I don't know if we were able to fully kick off APOP night in person last year due to the pandemic, but it is full on in person this year at NACTO, March 31st, put on your calendar. Um, so this is another big event with the ABA where we're just really trying to have a fun time. Um, we know how um, influential Asian music, especially Asian pop has been um, throughout the whole world, right? We have fans from so many different countries really celebrating this awesome music that's been created and not only awesome music, 
but even more awesome dances. So we're going to kind of do this competition style. You know, we're going to have teams. They can do a theme. They can do a certain dance, whatever they want to do. But, you know, it's really for them to just jam out and just show people what they got. Maybe they have some hidden dance moves that like no one knew about. But um, in addition to that, you know, as ABA, we're really trying to use these fun social events to educate our um, community as well. So we're trying to incorporate a little bit of a fashion show concept as well, where we try to tell, like educate and tell a little bit more about our cultures through our, you know, through our uh, fashion attire. So um, we're hoping that through the collaboration with a bunch of other AAPI affinity groups here on campus. Um, there's a lot of them, so I won't name them all, but um, you know, we have a big amalgam of different affinity groups here that we're hoping will show up in their traditional garb and be able to tell us about it. So yeah, it's gonna be music, fun, cool clothing, um, and just a lot of good energy, I hope. So hopefully you all will be there as well. Eric, did I miss anything about A-Pop Night? No, I think that was a great description. Yep. Awesome. Which one of you is the better dancer? Ooh, I don't know, Eric. I haven't seen you dance before. I just, have really, I just really, I just have really long, lanky arms. So something. <laughs> but no, yeah, you can ask, you can ask my partner. She'll, she'll. Do you have like a signature like dance move on the dance floor? I do, and maybe you can see them on Thursday, March thirty <laughs> first at night. <Nef> <laughs> <laughs> or maybe smooth, smooth. Yeah. that's an excellent plug um there as we wrap up so eric and stella i want to thank you both for coming on and, and talking more about not only you know the events that you have coming up something like east meets west which is i think really be a really profound experience but then also something that sounds like it's just going to be a ton of fun and also really educational in a lot of ways uh whoever thought you could do that at necto uh, but the A-pop night is going to be, sounds like a really, really fun way to, uh, you know, go into our last month of class. So thank you again um, for your time and sharing both your experiences as well as what you have going on with the AABA. And so this has been another edition of the Ross Weekly, a showcase of the latest happenings and upcomings brought to you by Business Beyond Usual. Today's episode was produced by Eugenia Collins and myself, Alex Abrams. Executive producers of BBU are Bob Needham, Christina Weiberg and Eric Hoffenbeck. Thank you all for listening. And until next time, go blue. And this is Business Beyond Usual.